cliffcentral.com. Let's turn our attention to much more important things now. It's time for us to check in with Revex beyond Bitcoin. This is your chance to catch up with your own portfolio and find out what is happening in the world of cryptocurrency. And Revix allows you to effortlessly own a diversified portfolio of the world's top cryptocurrencies, which automatically stays up to date with the ever-changing market. And man, oh man, has that market been changing. So here to help us understand it, we have none other than Brett Hope Robertson, who is live on the line from Cape Town. First of all, Brett, how's it going this week? Are you feeling a bit better than you did last week? <laughs> yeah, thanks, every man, Gareth. Um, yeah, I mean, this month in general has been you know, quite a whirlwind, huh? Jeez, man! It's I think it's 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 been this crypto space where I might look back one day and be like, I remember where I was when FTX news broke. It was kind of that big. All right, so um, I don't know how much you guys have gone into it, though. Yeah, um, well, let's just talk. I think for for the for the purposes of this discussion, mm. tell us about the differences between FTX and a platform like Revix, because the immediate concern that some people will have is, well, any of these exchanges or anywhere where you can buy and sell crypto is potentially dangerous. And that, that is not true. I mean, you know, there was this rivalry between Binance and FTX for a long time, too, which is worth discussing. But what are the main reasons that we shouldn't be panicking like so many people have since the FTX collapse? If maybe we should, yeah, so maybe we should be panicking. Tell us the truth. Yeah. So I think the main thing with this FTX saga, right, is it's not even like a lending issue or anything like that. It's just outright fraud. Right. Pretty much is what's kind of happened here. I mean, if you understand the intricacies of pretty much this Alameda research, which was pretty much Sam Bankman Fried's own hedge fund that was plugged right. in to FTX and kind of front running customer trades to start anyway, which is first pretty much illegal. And second of all, they cut, this hedge fund pretty much got hurt during the first lunar crash um, with three arrows capital, etc. And what this hedge fund does is they take leverage bets. So they loan from other parties to take out bets and they got caught and they owed a lot of creditors money. Now, Sam and his team somehow decided that it'll be a good idea to plug this hole. I don't want to let my hedge fund kind of go down, although full no, you know, kind of no that it was done pretty much, right? And he basically engineered a way to let Alameda siphon off customer funds to plug this hole so that the hedge fund can kind of go again and hopefully they'll pay it back in the future if they don't get caught. I mean, that's pretty much outright fraud. They literally issued their own token, sent it to Alameda Research so that Alameda Research could send it back to FTX as collateral to take out customer funds. Right. That's that's crazy. So, I mean, I and, think and that's no, because one people always People are always saying, oh, well, you know, the danger, especially politicians, they go, the danger with crypto is it's unregulated. You know, it's not controlled by us, the politicians. And people in crypto are always going, well, actually, we prefer this decentralized thing. But this wasn't a fault of crypto. This was fraud. No. And in fact, this, no, yeah, this guy was this guy was in collusion with a whole lot of politicians. He was a big Democrat funder in the U.S. too. So you can't now separate the politicians out and go, okay, well, this is an excuse to to suddenly cram down on crypto. No, you can't. But you do kind of see a part where you know you want regulated space because otherwise you do end up with a couple of smart traders running one of the biggest exchanges in the world with no regulation and things like this will happen, right? 
So that's why kind of at Revix, we've always pushed for a regulatory framework. So mm-hmm. you can weed out these bad actors ahead. You have customer protection at the forefront of everything. You have to. So I think for people's understanding, FTX is an exchange. Revix is a brokerage. So there's a big difference there. An exchange has no excuse to ever hold assets outside of a cold storage because all your transactions happen on the, on your own exchange. Whereas at Revex, we plug into multiple exchanges to go and find our customers their best price. But what we do is we only hold a certain amount of liquidity on these exchanges that we use custody partners that will basically, in essence, put liquidity onto the exchange to execute and then pull it off. So we use also multiple exchanges. We use multiple custody partners. Mm-hmm. Um, to the point that if one had to go down, our cash reserves would happily cover any assets of, of a customer that's been lost. So we diversified out to, you know, say, for example, no more than 10% on, on one exchange. Um, and if anything had to happen, 90% of customer assets are held in completely different areas. Um, so that is, that's the kind of basics of, of how this kind of system works. But as I said, I mean, this is a fraud issue. This isn't a, a lending right. issue. This isn't a, you know, a, a, a company that's been caught lending out assets for yield at a, at a ridiculous rate to a dodgy, you know, counterparty. This is literally him trying to protect his own hedge yeah, fund I, I love, and using I, customer assets to do so. I love the way that when <clears throat> something like this happens in crypto, then everybody gets combed with the same brush. Um, as if everyone yeah. is as crooked as, as SBF and, and as girlfriend. But when this happens with a bank, oh no, it's just that one bank that's terrible, you know, and, and it's got, it's got to be them. It's, it's not all the other banks who are all in constant collusion with each other. Anyway, it's just a double standard. And I thought it would be useful and funny for you to point out that hypocrisy this morning too. You are the head of investments at <laughs> Revix. Um, what? Going into the end of the year, what do you think the, the, the really interesting buys are and where would you be putting your money now? Would you be just leaving it in your crypto wallet with whatever you've already bought, be that Ethereum, Bitcoin, you know, whatever it might be? Um, or would you be changing things now? Would, would you be looking at, at rebalancing that portfolio a little bit? So, yeah, it's a good question. And what I have seen from this whole FTX saga, right, this is by all means supposedly the Lehman Brothers moment of crypto. As we were saying, this is, you know, the third biggest exchange going pop. But what I have realized is this market hasn't really reacted the way I thought it would. eh? It's been pretty strong to a sense that think about when Lehman went down, you know, a, a worldwide recession pretty much started straight afterwards. This has ended up with Bitcoin dropping 15 to 20%. I mean, it's not the worst. We've seen worse days Mm -hmm. in, in, in crypto. And I was quite surprised that at this reaction. To be honest, I think maybe the Luna and, and Terra collapse actually was a lot more vicious um, and took out a lot more value. And that's kind of made me pretty, pretty happy and pretty bullish on, on this market going forward. It's almost like it's kind of run its course of bad news now that even the biggest, one of the biggest exchanges can go down and it's not really budging anymore. So for me, that's, that's kind of a really good telltale sign. It almost feels like it's a, a balloon that's kind of been held underwater at the moment. With a whole bunch of water, you've got macro, you've yeah. got FTX going down, you've got a whole bunch of stuff. And I think as soon as you get a little bit of clearance, um, we could be at these kind of generational bottom areas. I mean, it's normally when everyone's running scared and, and looking to pull everything onto a cold storage wallet and put it in their drawer and 
put on their tinfoil hat that things start to <laughs> start to turn. So well, also, I mean, it's, let's let's just be honest for a second here, Brett. There's, you know, I, I'm if I take my money out now, I'm at such a loss. <laughs> so I might as well just stick. I might as well just stick with it, right? It's a good tax write-off, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus, don't even say it. Uh, are you are you, um, but are you, you optimistic that that we'll start seeing some recovery in, in these prices? Because there's no indication anywhere that it's attached now to anything. You know, we always used to say, well, you know, if gold goes up, crypto comes down, or or, or they they correlate, or you know, the stock market mm. goes up, crypto goes down, whatever it might be. Now. Now you can see that this is not tethered to anything else necessarily, and therefore it has it's an, it's its own animal for the first time ever. What would your your prediction? Again, this doesn't go you know down as financial advice, but what's your prediction? So I would I'm quietly optimistic into beginning of next year that we're going to see quite a turn. I think, as we said, yes, it's not really um, correlated to anything but it will be correlated to the amount of money that people can spend, right? And I think as soon as you start to see inflation come down a bit more and a bit of the tightening of the belt kind of release a little bit, we will see, you know, a bit of more money flow into this, into this market. I think what's, what the levels we're at now is, is those levels where it's like, Hey, as you said, you know, you're in it, we're in it, people aren't going to pull from here. Um, so it's just basically new money will flow in, will cause this thing to kind of go up. And I think there's been a lot of, pretty positive signs in the wake of, of this stuff. I mean, you've seen Shell kind of step in and start offering its cooling solution to Bitcoin miners. I mean, that's a major oil giant giving its tech to crypto. You've seen Ethereum, which is, you know, one of my favorite plays at the moment, has become completely deflationary during this moment. So it's one of these deflationary assets in a time where inflation is, is running rampant. It's, it's a very powerful tool as a, a value add and a diversifier to your portfolio. Um, and as we've seen with regards to, you know, everyone running to the DeFi world, well, mm. it's pretty much built on Ethereum, right? 90% of these applications right. are built on Ethereum. Uh, there's a question here. I mean, uh, this is what yeah. I love is, the, you know, Michael just heard this now and he's like, whoa, 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 what would you say tax write-off? So he says, can I write off income tax against my losses in crypto? I'm sure you can, right? Yeah, if you sell it and realize the loss. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, you you get the tax write off, but you also you, you realize the loss, as you say. So nothing's so, free. Yeah. So hedge funds do that, uh, you know, in the US quite a lot. It's like their little window shopping area into tax season. They'll go sell all their losses, realize that loss over the month of tax season, and go buy that thing straight back. Right. And hopefully the same price. So you okay. get your tax write off, and you you buy it back, and off you go into the next year. All right. Well, we are looking at um, $16,877 for a Bitcoin. Uh, where were we at the beginning of the year? Do you remember? Oof, would have been 40-ish, mm. I would have thought. Oh, that hurts. All right. Well, maybe we'll have <laughs> maybe we'll have some really good news in the beginning of next year. Anyway, Brett, listen, thank you for your time and your, uh, your information this morning. It's always helpful to have some of your insights. And uh, let's see what, what's going on. Hoddle, hoddle, hoddle. We'll talk to you uh, soon. <laughs> cool, man. Cheers, Thanks, guys. Thanks, dude. Bye-bye. Cheers. This is Brett Hope Robertson from Revix.com. You can find out more by going to Revix.com. You can follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram with at Revix Invest, the smart way to invest in crypto. Cliffcentral.com.